Hello. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sarita, also known as Bible Study Girl, and I'm just a girl with something to offer the world. The first voice that you heard on this podcast was the voice of the executive producer, Bible Study Brother. It is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime, and this is the most wonderful podcast of your day, but as my sister likes to often say, we are actually brother and sister biologically right we share the same mother so you know how people in church we we call each other brothers and sisters in christ well we're brothers and sisters in christ and you know we shared the same womb at different times anyway we did we did his face is like so he's over me I'm going to start off by reading you guys a scripture. It says, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. And I that comes from Psalms 143, verses, verse 10. That's the New King James Version. And I think it perfectly ties into what we're going to talk about this week. But before we dive into that, brother, how has your week been? It has been uh, great thus far. I have a verse for you guys um, as well because I I just think about this verse um, (laughs) all the time uh, of just being led. So uh, this comes from the first verse of the 23rd Psalms, which is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I think about it in the sense of like, I will want to be led by you, not by my flesh. And so that's just been one of those. We've uh, just started a a fast. And therefore, I'm in the middle of like, you my shepherd, you my shepherd, I shall not want. Even though the TV, you know, uh, going to the grocery store, like you're seeing Cokes and cookies and all these things that I'm like not having right now. Um, and I'm like, lead me, Lord, lead me, lead me. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's been my week thus far is just kind of, you know, following him and trusting um, to get some real revelations through this fast. How has your week been thus far? My week has been really good. I've actually uh, slowed down just a tad I took two weeks off of my extra job. I just worked my full-time job. So that's giving me an opportunity to breathe a little more and to not feel so exhausted and kind of, I guess, reset and get myself ready for the hustle and the grind and the busyness. Um, But my week has been actually really, really good. I cannot complain at all. I mean, I could, but (laughs) dang it. Somebody had a quote. You were not here when they said it. It's some old country quote. Ah, when we were having Christmas together, I asked somebody how they were doing. And then they said, I can't complain. And somebody else came with another. I had never heard this before right in behind them. (laughs) As soon as we get off the podcast, I'm going to say, now, what was that country quote y'all said? Because I was like, I had never heard it before, but I want to use it. And this would have been the perfect place to use it, man. (laughs) It's one of them I... I can't complain, but the tube's tied and the creek don't rise or something like just. Something 
like that. It was something I had never heard before, but like several people were like, yeah, people say this. And I had not ever in my <laughs> life heard anybody <laughs> say it. So, perfect mm. opportunity. Man. Oh, Family, oh well. Bro. It'll, I'll get it at some point. Well, make sure you say it so, so can I can add it to her list. Uh-huh. Yeah, I need to let you once I find out I'll add it to Kanae's list. If Kanae had been there, I would have been like, Kanae, put that on your list because she's <laughs> keeping a running list of all these country sayings. She's like, What now? Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad uh your week is going well. My week is going well. We are focused, we are on purpose. And today we're participating in a sermon recap. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast for the first time, maybe you don't know what... I'm sorry, we're not doing a sermon recap. We're doing a blog recap. Why didn't you mm-hmm. correct me? I'll be letting you rock, man. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I thought, I was like, ooh, look at her coming through 2024 with the... You know, she coming off the bat. I actually thought you had, like, surprised me with a sermon recap of your end-of-the-year sermon, which, you know, may be coming, guys, because it was a little fire. Since we're here, since we're discussing it, number one, I'm not going to be fake. My brother has not listened to it. Number two, actually, number one is it wasn't a sermon. It was a New Year's Eve speech. That's number one. Number. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you remember when I was doing my uh, my speeches? What you say? What you say, man? You were literally doing sermons, though. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Yes, you I was, were. I was on the side of what the was, podium. What was what was on the program? Uh, the program was um something like something children something. I can't remember, but it wasn't a sermon. Okay, go ahead with your uh. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead with your proclamation. Um, yeah, I just think you know we'll do it at some point I, I really would like to do it plus like i said it wasn't for lack of trying it was the audio quality was not great uh on one of the videos i tried to watch i'm gonna try and watch somebody else's and see what i can what i can gather so and that's another reason you cannot say oh it was a sermon <laughs> you didn't hear it but i know you take, and i know what's take it from you. me Take it from me. It was a New Year's Eve speech. Back to the purpose of this. <laughs> We're not doing a sermon recap. We are actually doing a blog recap. I'm going to explain it for those that are new listeners or because it's been over half a year since we've done a blog recap. We were so entrenched in boundaries that the blog recaps went out the window. So we are talking about a blog from November 11, 2019. That's the date that I wrote and published the blog. If you head over to BibleStudyGirl.com, you can type in the words superhero because that is the name of today's blog that we're discussing. It will pop up. You can read it in its entirety uh, and let us know how it resonates with you, if it does resonate with you or if it does not So Bible Study Brother is going to give an overall summary of what the blog is about. And then he's going to let us know what he thought about the blog, maybe memories it brought up or just he likes to be spontaneous. So this will be uh, it's a great opportunity for him to just riff and tell me what he thinks about the blog. And then I come in. I try to let him finish saying whatever he's going to say. 
I come in and I'll let you guys know how I felt at the time that the blog was published. And then I'll let you know if my thoughts, feelings, or emotions have changed since the time that the blog was published. It was over four years ago that this blog was published. Time is flying, isn't it? Um, so I highly encourage you guys to head over to BibleStudyGirl.com, read it for yourself, and let me know how you walk away, uh, what your thoughts, what you took away from the blog. So brother, I am going to let you take it away. Let us know what you thought about the blog, Superhero. Okay. So Superhero is about um, one of our uh, old church members who passed a long time ago at this point, um, which is crazy to say, but uh, was very uh, integral and important to how we grew up, our lives. Um, she was not only a member, she like, she cleaned the church. She not only cleaned the church, she was, um, uh, she wasn't y'all troop leader, was she? She was. Okay, she was so the she troop was the troop leader, leader for, to the Girl Scouts uh, uh, that met at our church, uh, of which me and my cousin, shout out to my cousin Juice, a.k.a. Uh, Eddie, uh, were honorary <laughs> members of this troop. They were honorary um, Girl Scouts. They are very disappointed when they found out that they weren't actually Girl Scouts. Like, no, you're guys. You just hang with us a lot. Yeah. Uh, also, Boy, Spou- Boy Scouts was literally not as fun as an experience as it was to be in the church with all these people that I knew. It was nuts. Like, I, I realized, like, I tried in elementary, and then it was just like, this is not the same. This ain't it. Like, <laughs> we do way fun stuff over here. Like... We go to Atlanta and, and all this other stuff. But anyway, uh, so it's about her and it's about how much of a superwoman she was. Like, not only, like I said, did she clean the church? Was she the troop leader of the Girl Scouts? She drove the church van once we got, uh, once we were growing to that point in our church to even have one. Um, she went out, um, I think she did missions. I think her mama did missions like on... Uh, Saturdays and stuff too. Uh, like, but she was in the choir or wait. Anyway, she was everywhere in the church. I ain't going to get into all the jobs because then I'm just going to mess myself up. But she was everywhere. Right. I'm um, just letting you freestyle because I don't, I can't, I, I can tell you what I n- knew her to do, but I yeah. can't um, take all of her jobs. But the point of it was more so that she was like everywhere in the church. Uh, and she was like a beacon of discipline and a beacon of like, this is God led. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, um, reading the blog and it was just kind of like this walkthrough of, their relationship because not only was she the true leader, she was also one of my mom's, she was my mom's uh closest friend um for a very long time. And she has best friends and close friends, but like their relationship was on another level. You know, our family was intrinsically tied with hers. Um and we were inseparable in a lot of different ways. Like a lot of things that we would go and do, even if it was outside of church, they was probably gonna be there. Um, 
like we had a New Year's where it was me, her, uh, her daughter, and mama. And, you know, all of these things was just like so important and special um, because, okay, so here's my quick little small aside to how my young mind thought and was easily confused. Uh, Miss Hunt had this wig. And this wig, which I didn't know was a wig because I'm a dude, young, young, young man at this time, like was a lot like Whitney Houston's hair. So there were a lot of times where she just gave real strong Whitney Houston in the face vibes for me. (laughs) So I just felt like Whitney Houston was here the same way I thought that my uh, elementary school principal was Martin Luther King because he was a short, bald or, you know, with the cul-de-sac and a little mustache. Like, did you for real? I did, much like the I'm learning stuff seen. about you today. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you know, my child mom was like, These are the same attributes I see in this picture, he has them, he's the man. <laughs> like, what are we, you know, talking about? Kind of thing, or whatever, right? So, anyway, back to the actual blog post. I apologize, guys, I'm gonna be so much better in focus this year. Um, but she was just so. Tied to our lives that when she passed, it was it was crazy. And I remember um, this because I had to like I left work because uh, I was supposed to be at work that day, but I didn't go in. This is how I like got quote unquote like half fired, but not really fired. Is because I went to, I ran sound at my church and I went to do the sound at the church for her funeral because there was nobody else who could do it at the time. And, um, you know, because I knew I needed to be there for my mom because I know how much this was weighing on her, how much this was like just one of the most difficult things that she's ever had to go through. Um, Because, you know, working in a hospital, she's probably had a lot of times where people she cared about had to come to the hospital that she works at. Uh, and at the time she was still working in the OR, hadn't like moved to a different uh, position. So it was a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, like her uh, husband um, even gave me like rides when I was like in uh, my first, Fresh, well, not my freshman, but technically my sophomore year of college, like rides up to the school in the morning. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just like a lot of stuff in behind that. Like we was, we have done so much life together. Like that was the, that was my uh, first person that was, had the heavy presence like Tamika had because you was just mm-hmm. there. Like we was going to do everything, you know, like it didn't really matter what was going on. And so, uh, what I thought when I read the blog was a whole bunch of stuff. And I, I, I kept my memories to a minimum because when you said that, I was like, there's only one memory I think about. And I'm and never sharing that. <laughs> I'm never sharing that. Uh, so on the podcast, I've talked about it a lot with, with people, but I'm not yeah. sharing it on this podcast. Yeah, uh, is- It's just not appropriate. <laughs> um, it's just not. Uh, but you know, through my entire, you know, life up until um, basically 1920, 
um, she was there. And, you know, an important role. And I apologize if y'all can hear, like, I don't know what's going on outside. <laughs> There's like a car or something going off. Uh, and I can't control that. But anyway, uh, she was just there. And she was a superhuman. She reminded me so much of mom in a lot of different ways because they worked the same way. Like you would see them everywhere. You didn't have to ask them to do anything. They were just the epitome of what service in the church is and Mm -hmm. service in the sense that it's like, you're doing this because you feel led, you feel called. Um, and you're just going to go where God tells you to go. And those were the two biggest examples of that in my life. Okay. So reading the blog for you dredged up lots of memories and took you down a memory lane. I would say that when I wrote the blog, she was heavy on my mind. Partially because I equate her passing with the passing of our uncle. She passed away um, in January, not too long. Our uncle was murdered in November. And then in January of that year, she passed away. So not only is mama dealing with the loss of her brother, but then she's also dealing with the loss of one of her closest friends. And like Bible study brother said, she wasn't just one of mama's closest friends. She was a lady that was integral in my life. When I think about, to be perfectly honest with you, Miss Hunt is one of the reasons why still to this day, I feel a pull and a call to work with youth and to talk to youth and to be there for youth because she made such a huge impact on my life. She was my Girl Scout leader We attended church together. Our troop was the best. Troop 68, like, (laughs) unmatched. She has such a, she has so much energy and so much excitement. And she was so vibrant and loud and, like, perfectly, she was perfectly made to work with young people. And she surrendered her life to that. Like Joe said, she was everywhere. And she didn't just work with the youth in the church. She was integrally involved in my life. If I had a graduation, she was there. If I had whatever I had, she was there. And I think that's so important for people to have that in their lives, especially young kids and children, to have people that they know are going to show up for them at all times, no matter what. I can still, she was so loud in church. She was a praise and worship like person. And the thing about it that's so crazy is that our church growing up was more reserved. People didn't really, you know, we weren't pulling out sheets because people weren't passing out like that. But she was going to be yelling and screaming during service. You knew she was there. Like, even if everybody else was quiet, she was bringing the praise. We had like, Three or four people who you who was always gonna make some noise. You know, she was one was, of them. She was one of them. Then uh, yes, yes. <laughs> that, was, that um, mama wouldn't know all these people's names. Trust me, I don't remember. And then uh, yes, sir, pastor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like 
so she was um she helped shape and mold me into uh, a woman like just looking at her life and really just her influence and her presence on my life and so when I was writing the blog that blog was published uh around the anniversary of my uncle's death so I'm sure that was on my mind and that is why um I felt led to talk about her and write about her. But to me, the most important aspect of the blog is that you don't have to like have a public platform to really profoundly affect somebody's life. She was a superhero to me and she still is a superhero to me. And I think, I think maybe sometimes people take for granted just how much they can mold and shape somebody and influence them and maybe discount just how special they are. Um, Like I said, the whole world doesn't know her, but she completely shaped my life. And when she passed away, that was a hard pill for me to swallow. That was very difficult, even though I was an adult. It was hard for me to realize that she was gone because the thing is, like I I talk about it in the blog. When I say I did life with her, I did life with her. When I graduated from college, she was there. Like every step of the way, she was there. And I don't think it was, it's not something that was just specific to me because her and my mom were close. She did that for all the girls and her troop and for every young person in the youth group. She was intimately involved in our lives and I can appreciate that and now as a real true adult adult I can see what a sacrifice it was for her it was not easy to do all the things that she did for us she made sure that every year after we sold our Girl Scout cookies we would be able to go on vacation and like for people that weren't able maybe she a lot of times she would pay the difference in cost so that we could go on our trips like she just she was a giver she served and so not like real vacation though not not like like we would be gone for a week at least yeah we usually left for a week uh we went to florida one year we went to georgia uh to go to like Savannah and go to see the Girl Scout um, headquarters and like so we traveled like for real for real she would get with the travel agent yeah she would get with the travel agent she would plan like vacations like she didn't play about her girls and so I when I think about her it makes me I get sad just because I feel like man I hope that everybody gets to experience that kind of love from somebody that's not related to them. You know, I think it's important. And I, I realize when I think about her and her life, how blessed I have been. I've had so many people that truly poured into me that love on me, that loved on me and continue to love on me, you know, even now to this day. And so it pushes me to work with the youth and, as part of the reason I was going so hard and going crazy, you know, trying to do all the things because I know how important it was mm-hmm. to me when I was a teenager and a young, young kid. Yeah. Um, and, and how much it really did change my life and shape my life is pushed me to do or try to be that for other people. Um, 
so yeah, her life uh, has had a profound impact on me. And I think, like I said, now that I'm older and I, she sacrificed, she gave. When I say she gave, she gave. She was committed and she didn't do it uh, with a bad attitude. When I say this lady was on 10 all the time, she all was All the time. Like, and one, two, two things I want to do. Uh, one, I want to mention, it definitely now makes me look at when you and uh, Tamika were at 34th Street what y'all were doing differently because I wouldn't even uh, put the the actions that you were doing together with her until just this moment because I'm like oh my god because it was just natural and I think because it was something that I was used to I couldn't even separate it It just seemed like you were you know I'm saying continuous and continuing a legacy Um, the next thing that I want to do is i I'm going to read this paragraph for y'all because it was so, oh, anyway, it was just, it's great. I'm going to read this paragraph for y'all from the uh, blog post, Superhero. Um, And this is about a ceremony that they would do in Girl Scouts. We would have a bridging over ceremony when we were going from one level of Girl Scouts to the next. We would usually go to the old mill in North Little Rock because it has a bridge the older girls would stand on one side of the bridge to welcome the younger girls who were coming over to their level. Uh, Miss Hunt passed away when I was good and grown, but it was far too soon for me. I imagine her now in heaven waiting for all of the girls she mentioned, m- mentored to walk over into heaven's gates. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> y'all. First of all, Every time we tell y'all to go read the blog post, if you haven't, maybe that's the first time you've heard something from the, just to show you how much of a writer my sister is. Dog, I ain't never sat here and pondered over something so much in my life as reading that paragraph where I'm just like, man, good Lord. The people who are on that side that are like, I know that they're doing that. You know, because waiting uh, when we talk about you know the one in the ninety nine, like how we rejoice over the one, like it. You know, we we we've lost so like our church was such a family, still is. Um, our right. or our home, our first our home church, whatever. I don't know how right. you call it this one. <laughs> Um, Because technically it is still my home church. But anyway, the family essence of what their church is, is so unmatched. And it's it's hard for me in other places because I'm used to having a family. Like even in my church now, like we're becoming more of a family. Like people are knowing us a bit more. But the warmth that you feel is different. Um, Yeah. It 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 is definitely an adjustment. I will tell you, being a member of different churches, I will say I was very intentional about trying to co- cultivate that. Like you talked about at my former church, I was very intentional about trying to cultivate that atmosphere with the youth group. Like, no, this is family. Like, this is home. We're going to study God's word together, but we're also going to do life together. We're going to go to the movies. We're going to hang out. Y'all are going to come over for game night. Like, I want to know you. I need to know you. Yeah. Because I think quite often that can be missing and there's a disconnect between adults and kids. 
Um, and, and it needs to be fostered. It's really, I think, really, really important. I grew up with a church that was family for me. Um, and I think just in the body of Christ in general, that we do need to be aware that we are family. Like um, you said at the top, you and I are related. We have the same mother. Uh, but even beyond that, we are we're family because we're brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we need to treat each other with kindness and compassion and build relationships. I think that's one thing that I have to push to do simply because I am an introvert. I like to be by myself. Um, when I did my New Year's Eve speech, a lady came up to me and she said, you know, I didn't know you had that in you because you're always so quiet. You know, you just sit back there. You don't say anything. Like, I didn't know um, that that was inside of you. So that to me just is because people always swear I'm not an introvert. Like I am. I do not just, I'm not just going to walk up to you and be like, Hey, how was your day? That's great. Let me tell you about what happened last week because I am an introvert by nature. You're an introvert with an extrovert schedule. I am 100%. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I told you for the longest, I was like, I am 100% the more introverted of the both. And you were like, How? I was like, Fam, I didn't go on, like, until you said or mama said, I didn't go on no trips. Like, you was going on trips. And you will do this and you But the thing that. is, I'm going on trips with people that I'm close to. Like, of course, if it's people that I like really, really know, then like let's go out. But I'm not an extrovert to the extent that I would meet up with somebody tomorrow and be like, let's hang out, you know, more. Let's go on a trip. I'm not that oh, girl. No, no, you know, no, no, I'm no. But I I always <laughs> I guess maybe I'm looking at it through the introverts lens. I always just think of that as like a different depth. But like I don't what and I just now thought about this, like, bro, mom and Miss Hunt, Miss Bell were so similar that I didn't even realize that the whole trip lifestyle that we live is was also then fostered by those trips. Oh, correct, absolutely. And I don't want to get off track of my point because I did get off oh, track. So sorry. what I'm saying is like. Even with my introverted nature, it's important for me to always remember. You said I'm an introvert with an extrovert schedule because I always have to remember it's not about me. It goes beyond me. You need this community. You need people. You need to be connected to the body of Christ. That's what's going to help you live, thrive, and survive. And I think um, Miss Hunt was just a superhero in my life, and I want to be that for somebody else. Not that somebody has to tell me that, but I do want to be that for somebody else and let so that they know, you know, I'm here for you. I have your back. I am encouraging you. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have to say about Superhero. She continues to be one of my she's in my cloud of witnesses. And I'm grateful that I got to know her and I'm grateful that she took time out of her life and out of her schedule and out of her day to shape mold. Um, and just spend time with me. It's a like I said, it is a blessing to be loved, and I have been greatly loved by numerous people. So, I have one clarifying question. So, do you mm -hmm. mean that you want to be a superhero to somebody that's outside of me? Is that what you mean? Because you got a whole blog post about the. Because if Miss Bell was your first superhero, 
Like you were already mine during those during that time. Well, I guess so. I guess outside of you, because I feel like I think you can be superheroes to people in your family, right? But I think I'm more so talking about like because you be pumping me up for no, no reason. No, it's not no reason. <laughs> I'm not doing it this year. Like I'm not letting you do that. Because see, the thing is. So again, you were an introvert with an extrovert schedule. So I at the time I did not see that you were you emulate so naturally in within how you were created to be. Um and the bigger points of like how I see the superhero and you to kind of like wrap all this up, but also bring the, you know, that that full circle moment, right? Mm-hmm. You were a sponge for the Lord and still are because you did so many things like even if you had a fear about it even if it's something you didn't want to do you like my New Year's Eve speech you walk so boldly into doing those things Uh, you walk so boldly in the college you walk so boldly in the grad school like even with the fears that you might talk to mama whoever you talk to about it once you got going in whatever it was, much like you said, you kept the whole you, you basically what you would do is you left every place better than it was before. You just did. You just do because you, you like I, you, you, you know, like you start out, you don't want to go to college, but you went you you went to grad school, like even in high school. Um, like every job you've gone to, every uh, you know, the kids you speak to, the the friendships that you formed over the years, you leave those people places better than what they were before. Um, I'm gonna say this to you because if you have not read the blog, Bible Study Brother is referencing that point because one of the things Miss Hunt which she later got her husband passed away and she later got remarried and she was Miss Bell at the time of her passing. But we, it was still hard for us to call her Miss Bell because she was Miss Hunt for so long. Anyway, um, one thing she taught us as a Girl Scout troop was that you always leave a place better than it was when you got there. So if no matter where we went, even if a place was clean when we got there, her thing was we need to leave this place better than it was than when we got here. And she meant that. And so that's why he's referencing leaving a place better than it was when you got there, because that's something she really instilled in my life. And it's something I still think about to this day. So you did, you know, so when I'm calling you a superhero, I'm saying because the actions of the things that you did, so, yeah, you can point to how you didn't want to do something. You can point to whatever fear you had or whatever anxiety you had about the moment before you did whatever. But then I'm always going to point you to how you left that place, what you did at that place, what you did in the program, what you did here, what you did with your friendships, what you did with the plays and everything that you touched in every where you went, the depth of it is still there they don't ask you to come back to the church to even speak if you did not leave it better than what it was before and i'm not just 
you know, I, I I don't know if I shared this with y'all on the podcast. Like, I know that this year God is pushing me towards encouragement to action. And with you, I don't have to like, yeah, there are things that if I'm encouraging you to do, uh, I don't have to uh, worry about whether or not you're going to do it because we're here. We're in this podcast that continues to grow again, better than did than you left it <laughs> than it was before the blog, you know, because you take everything, um, the impact you've had within our family Um you've taken traditions and made things better than what they were before. And whether you want to accept those things or not, because I get it, the blunt, your blind spot is, well, he family, he going to say that it, like, no, I say it because not only have I seen it, then I see what others, what other siblings, what other uh, people have had to go through. That wasn't my experience. And I just thought ours was normal and everybody did this. And no, it shows that there was intention. There was, um, you know, God led things that that go on with you and your life. That's why you're a superhero because you don't go into any place and don't try to make it better than what it was. Um, God bless you, so, brother. Yeah. Can I say something? Go ahead. <laughs> it, it, un- unless you finna try to no, tell no, me no. that. I'm, okay. No, no, no. I'm I'm sip your water and take your time. <laughs> something. I think if you don't get anything else out of this blog recap, I think it's important for us all to remember that we can have a positive, profound impact on the lives of other people around us, and we can leave their lives better than they were before we stepped in. I think that's my that's my closer. That's the button on this podcast. Miss Hunt made my life better. And she made me a better person because she lived and she walked in purpose. And remember, guys, it's not just you preach. It's not just I preach, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching.